Hi everyone, welcome to Plugged In, an electric rideshare podcast based in Portland, Oregon, where we talk with rideshare drivers about their experience switching to electric. I'm your host, Lindsay Schelke. I'm a program associate at Forth, a nonprofit advancing electric, smart, and shared mobility. We're speaking with Erwan today, a Lyft driver. Hi, Erwan. Thank you for joining us. Hi. Nice to see you guys again. You too. You too. How have you been? Great, great. Uh, working during this whole special time we're all living through, and I'm glad to be able to do it. Well, thank you for doing it. And you are a Lyft driver, correct? I'm a Lyft driver. How many years have you been driving for Lyft? Uh, almost two, just about two, about 5,000 rides. That's busy. You're full time then? Yeah, just about full time. Thanks for what you're doing. Do you do any services other than Lyft? Um, I, I work construction as well. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. You're super busy then. Maybe at least sitting in your car is nice after working hard. It's relaxing. It's relaxing. Yeah. What do you like to listen to while you work? Just the news. The news. Like to be informed on the latest and the greatest. <laughs> the latest and 2020. Exactly. <laughs> Special year. Quite. Quite. Um, how has business been? Yeah, it's gotten a lot better. It's not as good as it was before, but it's it's gotten quite a lot better. And yeah, it's, it's something still viable, which is surprising. Whereas a lot of people might be out of a job, I can still do this and, and get by. So it's adequate. I'm glad to hear that. I'm really glad that it's working out for you because it was it was definitely a crazy couple of months there. Are the riders that you transport, are they um, people, just regular people, or is it a lot of essential workers? Which is that, has that changed at all? Before, they used to be sort of a minority of the people I'd carry around, but now it's a lot of essential workers, a lot of nurses and a few doctors and, and people that just generally need to get around. But yes, a lot of essential workers. Wow. Well, thank you for what you're doing. And I'm sure those are interesting conversations. Or maybe they need to relax when they're in your car. <laughs> oh, yeah. A lot of times they, uh, they tend not to speak often just because to, to reduce the, the risk of transmission, you know? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Windows well, open, it's kind of loud, you know? Oh, right. Yeah, keeping those windows open and masks on. And, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. What got you into rideshare driving originally? Well, I was transitioning between jobs, and it seemed like a great way to keep, to keep earning more. Yeah. And you could, you could earn as much as you put in. So if you wanted an extra $500 in a week, you could, you could do it. You know? Yeah. 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 Helpful. A, great, a great way to, to supplement your income. Yeah. Nice. Why do you like driving for work? I'm new to the city and it's a great way to get to know what's around. Otherwise I'd have just been stuck on my route from home to work and that's about it. But this way I get to know everything. 
everything around anyways. Yeah, yeah, I bet you wind up some interesting places. Do you feel like you know the city pretty well now? Really well, really well, and it surprises me. It surprises me a lot. I never expected to know uh, the city as well as I do now after so little time. Nice. Well, that's definitely a plus. You know all the good haunts now. On average, how many hours do you spend driving in a day? Well, if I do a full day's drive, these days I tend to work eight, perhaps ten hours. Before, it used to be more. I used to max it out, in fact, at the 12 hours. We have a maximum 12 hours that we can drive before the app shuts off. And before that stipulation was on, I, I, well, I'd, I'd drive as much as I could, actually. I'd go as far as driving 14 hours in a day. Long shifts. Yes. Yeah. Those, those are some busy days, lots of miles. Have you been in an electric vehicle the whole time you've been driving for rideshare? Since I've been here, I've, I've only been in an EV. And it, it's what I know. Did you have an electric car before getting into rideshare? No, this is my first. I kind of took a risk and it panned out. It's, it's efficient. It's exactly what I wanted. Did you do some research before knowing that you wanted an electric car for rideshare work? I, I did. I did quite a lot of research. And this seemed like the most affordable option. Yeah. And you have, what model do you have? I have a Chevy Bolt. So what is the range on a Chevy Bolt? About 230 miles per charge. Do you feel and that lives up to that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, uh, it's pretty much that. In fact, if I drive in the city, it could be a little more. And do you drive like in areas like that where it's more short rides? Yes, yes, quite a bit. I try to stay out of highways because it, it lengthens my battery life and the, the charge. Yeah, you're kind of strategic now with how you run. Yeah, I know all the ins and outs. It's a very good experience to learn how an electric car operates to drive it for rideshare work. <laughs> it sure is. I don't have as much apprehension with the, uh, with the range as I thought I would initially, but it is something new uh, to learn. And how do you deal with charging? Do you charge at home or what does that routine look like as you work? I, I rent a room, so I, I tend not to get the, uh, I try not to get my, my landlord angry at me with the electrical bill. So I charge elsewhere. I charge wherever's cheapest and it's, it's worked out. It tends to take an hour to charge and it's adequate during lunch usually. So you incorporate just a break in your day, take an hour, charge up. Are there enough chargers around to make it a feasible option? Do you ever worry that you're going to get stuck somewhere? Well, it does happen that they are busy, in which case I have to wait if I haven't kept enough charge. I think we could do better with the number of chargers or the frequency of, of charging stations. Yeah, we cover a large area working for Lyft or Rideshare. The more, the merrier. Yeah, the more, the better, of course. How would you compare it to if you had to pay for gas? I used to only charge wherever it was free, but that, that's become less and less common. I, uh, I now charge at stations that tend to cost me about 4 or $5 for a full charge. And that's about half the price of, of filling a, a gas car, the smallest gas car. Yeah, 4 to $5 is nothing. <laughs> like compared to filling up at the gas station. How did you research what kind of car you wanted and why do you think that the Bolt was the most bang for your buck? Well, the Bolt is the cheapest for the range at the time. It was the cheapest 
and it had electric cooling, which meant that the battery wouldn't degrade after m many charges. A few of the other cars I looked into did, didn't, so that's why I picked this one because longevity was a factor, you know, for, for this new technology, well, new at the time. It's good to have enough range and also know that it's just going to last long in general. Have you found that in your research as well, that these cars last a while and that these, you know, the batteries last? There, there's little battery degradation because they keep the, the battery temperature stable. You know, it, it prevents the formation of what they call dendrites. And, and that's why. Okay. And do you like the style of the bolt? Is it comfortable for you? Can you see well? Can you fit things? It's super open. You can see everything, everything going about. It's a, it's a lovely car. It's, it's comfortable. It's practical. It's pretty quick as well. So Yeah, it's got that acceleration for sure. <laughs> can you fit everything that people have? Do you fit oh, yes. luggage in there okay and stuff? People are often really surprised by the amount of luggage I can just put back there. It's... Uh, yeah, they're they're amazed actually. They think it's a small car, but nice. And do you feel safe in the in the car? I just hear from people sometimes they don't know whether or not an electrical vehicle is safe or as safe. There are very few moving parts. Nothing, I mean, to maintain before a hundred thousand miles. So a lot a lot safer, I'd say. You know, a lot uh, more reliable than a, than a typical car. That's great. Have you had to do any maintenance? Um, other than the tires and, and the brakes? No, nope, nothing, nothing. I'm coming up on my 100,000 miles very soon, and I'll have to replace the fluids. But before that, nothing, nothing at all. Maybe an alignment. That's about it. Well, cool. That's great. Yeah, yeah. I got no oil changes, no uh, nothing, nothing to worry about, nothing to do. Just get on the road and, and go. And I think that's part of the reason I... I uh, I did lift because I had an electric car. So I, I cut down on costs and maintenance and, and worry. That's really good to hear. Does it handle the same as when you first got it? Yeah, exactly the same. People always ask if, it, if it's new, but it isn't. I, I just keep it, keep it shiny. I keep it uh, clean. Yeah, so many awesome drivers out there do. What was your perception of electric cars before you looked into it and made the switch? Well, before I looked into it, I thought they were like golf carts, slow, and it would take days to charge. But no, it isn't the case. The technology is evolving, and I have uh, good hopes for it to take hold, you know, for us to pollute less and worry less and, and be more efficient. Would you ever go back to using a gas car? I'd say that if, uh, if the technology doesn't progress from here, perhaps. But it seems, it seems to be going forward in a positive direction. It, and becoming more uh, uh, available, all the all the infrastructure is becoming more available, and the frequency of, of the infrastructure is, is, is greater and greater every day. So, I I'd say I keep with it. Would you ever use anything other than electric vehicle for rideshare work? No, no. I think it'd be cost prohibitive, just because of the fuel. I attempted. Uh, I tried to rent. What do you call it? Do one of those uh, rental deals through uh, Hertz and Lyft. And just having to pay around 50 bucks a day for the uh, for the gas was sort of too much. Guess I got spoiled by the, the EV, you know? What would you say to a rideshare driver that was thinking about getting an EV? I'd say do it. I'd say do it and look at how much more you're going to be earning. That's it. That's, that's where it's at is that cost savings. 
in, in the end, we're here to, I mean, it's a, it can be relaxing, but we're here to make good money as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And on top of it, I like the ride in electric vehicle. It's very smooth, like pleasant experience and noise free as well. Got no engine buzzing and making sound. I like it. Oh, yeah. Like true. It. Quiet as you're going through, just listening to news and calm. Do you own your car outright or do you make payments on it? I'm still making payments on it. Still making payments, but I think it'll be done real soon and I'll be uh, making even more money. So it's positive. Congratulations. That's awesome. How long have you been making the payments for? About two years now. If you're comfortable sharing what your car payment is like, that might be interesting to other drivers. They have a deal for 200 something dollars, but I have, uh, I don't have the greatest credit score. So I pay about five, 500. 500, yeah. but you're not paying for gas. Yeah. So I save every single day, zero gas, zero maintenance. So it, it adds up and yeah, I plan to keep this car. There's no wear, no maintenance. No wear, even after two years of driving full time. I wouldn't say there, there are like 30 moving parts whereas a, a gas car has thousands, thousands upon thousands of moving parts. And I think that's the allure of it, the reliability. Yeah, absolutely. How long, like, if you had to, like, take a moonshot guess of how many miles this car that you feel like it could get you, what would you say? I'd say it could get 200K. Time will tell how long EVs last. They haven't, you know, the Chevy Bolts, 17 Bolts, like, we have yet to see how long they're really going to make it out there. So I hope you at least get 200K. What do yes. riders think of your EV? Passengers, whenever they get in, they're really surprised. They're surprised to find out, first of all, that it's electric and that, that I do this with an electric car. Because they uh, they tend to underestimate EVs. They tend to think that they won't have the range they do. And But then, then they ask me uh, how and why I got into it. And I tell them all about the efficiency and they, they, they tend to be impressed. Do you think they've become more interested in electric vehicles just from being able to ride with you? I'd say so, yeah. 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 They see it as, like, especially when I tell them that there's virtually nothing to worry about in terms of uh, maintenance and upkeep. They're going to be probably driving less than you do, so. Uh, <laughs> of course, yeah. Says a lot for that potential consumer. How much does, so you said like 4 to $5 to fill up. Yeah. Uh, if you have to spend money to charge, and sometimes you find free charging, yes. how much would you say that you spend in a month to keep your car, car charged? Maybe $100, but that's riding hundreds of miles every single day. Not bad. Not bad. I've talked to drivers who drive yeah. gas cars that spend many hundreds of dollars on gas a month. As well, I'd say that uh, legislation is changing sort of. For example, very soon, I think in uh, a few months, people won't be able to charge, or rather, service providers, like charge providers, won't be able to charge for parking, just just for the charge itself. Every Everything is sort of moving forward for EVs, in favor of EVs. That's great. What do you do while you're charging? I read emails. I speak to friends and family. I even take a lunch break for an hour, come back the car's charged and back on my way. I've talked to a lot of drivers that actually really don't take many breaks and um, they would maybe view time 
not on the road as time spent not making money. What would you say to a driver that would think an hour off the road is not feasible for their work routine? Well, for, for your safety and the safety of your passengers, it's necessary to take a break. We're only human and we, 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 need, we need it. We need to be alert and we need to pay attention to avoid hazards and f- obey the rules of the road. Don't, uh, don't take a, a gamble on, on your life and that of others. Yeah, I think that's a fair perspective and something nice that I'm glad to hear you give yourself a break. And I, I hope more drivers are able to in that maybe if they're saving money by being in an electric car, it's kind of a win-win that you have built-in breaks. I suspect they'll be able to make more money, in fact. Maybe Take they'll... a break during lunch and, and you'll be able to, to work longer. Yeah, yeah. Plus the charge is only going to be so much money anyway. So. Exactly. Exactly. I say it's a win-win. How do you find chargers when you're out and about? Well, there's several apps, but me, I'm I've memorized most of the ones available. So, I uh, always got to keep in mind what the nearest one is and, and just go to it. But that's the thing; it's uh, they're becoming more uh, prevalent. So, I suspect that I won't have to do that as much in the future. And you get a feel, kind of, for the. But where they're at, probably driving around oh. too. Oh, I know where they all are, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so you, your bolt gets 230 or 240 miles of range. Yeah. What is the amount of range that you usually have remaining when you start to think about charging and think about turning off your app to go charge? So 30 miles is just about the distance between all the chargers, so... As so long as I have 30 miles in the in, in my car, in the charge, I'll be safe, be able to charge, keep me out of trouble. <laughs> have you ever run out of charge while working? No, that'd be catastrophic. I'd have to get a tow if I did. Yeah. Uh, so, no, you always have to be conscious of it. You, can, you can't bring a charge to, to an EV, so hasn't happened yet. Fingers crossed. Valid. You've been careful. Yes. And do you feel like you can avoid getting stuck if you're just conscious and plan accordingly? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Have you ever talked to a gas car driver about the expenses? And like, do you, what do you think about that? I find that drivers a lot of times uh, who drive gas cars don't, don't know that there's an alternative. And that's that's mainly it. They don't know that that's even possible to have an EV and to earn more. I think that's why they do it. Yeah, definitely. If you don't know there's an alternative, you'll just keep in the pattern. Sometimes it's hard to get into a new car too. You mentioned, you know, I, and I like you, um, my credit is far from perfect. And so it's a little bit intimidating taking on uh, a loan. Yeah. And that process is, you know, could you speak to your experience doing that? It's like a a little bit of a leap of faith, trying out something new and sometimes it pays out and like it did to me. I, uh, yeah, I'm satisfied, happy about it. So would you recommend getting an EV? Definitely. Yeah. I'd say go for it. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Plugged In Podcast. For more information about Forth's Fair Financing Program, please visit www.forthmobility.com.
mobility.org. That's F-O-R-T-H, mobility, M-O-B-I-L-I-T-Y, dot org. Or you can email electrifyrideshare at fourthmobility.org.